Hello, I'm with Cow Daily, everybody. Um, stupidly, I forgot to put my headphones in, but it's one of them. You set up a new studio again, and you're here. You're back. And I'll just move things closer. Um, if you could let us know if this is like sounding all right, looking all right. I've obviously been running tests on the internet and all that stuff every time, but we're here. We're back. Obviously, we're going to talk Israel Palestine today. We'll have it all sorted in the next 30 minutes. Got. Um, Netanyahu and um, Hamas on speed dial waiting for the gold, you know. So just just tune in. It'll be all good. We'll have it fixed. It's not a problem. Who's in the comments? Slaz is about. Sounds good. Cheers, pal. Nice one. I was just getting like little um, alerts on it. So thanks for letting us know, my friend. Um, what I shall do as well, Slaz has reminded us by his presence, that will run some music while the stream catches up because he was telling us that there's a there was a big lag the other day. So the the old favourites here. Listen. See see people are starting to join. Nice to see you. Israel Palestine today. Getting it all sorted. Sorting it out. Ross Thompson, sound sexy. I think that's just like an overhang from this summer's COVID infection, to be honest, my friend. Hope you're keeping well. <laughs> but no, I'm really sound sexy. If you'd like to support my work, go to peterthe18t, reun.com forward slash cowdaily. That is patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Link in the description of this podcast if you want to make one-off donation or work for PayPal. Thank you, please. Nice one. Right, we'll get started, shall we? No time to waste, Israel. But before we do, um, shout out to the people of Canada. Um, we've never charted in Canada before. According to that, we're, we're in the top 40 in Canada but fell 13 places and I hadn't noticed. So anyway, thank you to all Canadian people um, for listening and watching as well, I suppose. Let us know who you are and where you are. That would be great. Um, also, if you could like this video, react to this video, um, that would be really appreciated. Um, and just let people know that we're about and we're doing it and all that and help it grow and all that good stuff that you have to ask. But please like the video. Ah, man, I just got a vape straight in the eye there. This thing's dangerous, man. I need to change it. Which obviously, like, is what you see on BBC, Nick Robinson, and all them people, like, when they're talking about things, because that's what we're like. Um, just before we do, right, in the latest in, like, boomers shit crack, that literally, right, Bob Collier here says, probably best to get a life first. You would think that was on some kind of, like, really contentious thing. I was literally just asking for recommendations on a water bottle. <laughs> Probably best to get a life first, says Bob. So I had to get on his profile. Like, not against people with cats, but like somebody who has that there. How are you, Bob, man? Get your own life, pal. <laughs> um, all right, anyway, on Thursday at noon. We have Andrew Feinstein, Feinstein, who has written the book, The Shadow World Inside the Global Arms Trade. And also after the party, um, as he was uh, elected official of the African National Congress in South Africa, the ANC, 
Um, we'll also be asking them a bit about Israel-Palestine. He's got a lot to say there as well. So really looking forward to that. Um, main reason he's coming on, we're talking about he's talking about a new network that's been set up on the left in the UK. Um, so I'm keen to find out about that too. And I'm sure you are as well. Shouts to Andrew for agreeing to come on and Laura from Social Think Tank for lining that up for us. Cheers, mate. Yes. So anyway, I found the flyer for um for the, the rave that was um <laughs> that Hamas went to as well, shall we say. And there's one th one of the things I wanted to point out, right? Um, obviously we've come from the rave scene. That's why Milk the Cow started. So this is why it's got a link to it. Not because somebody tried to claim that we care more about hot raver girls than we do Palestinians. I want to just say this from the jump, right? And it makes us cringe to have to say it. Um, yet talking to a lad who did 500 miles in 25 days. For medical aid for Palestinians. I'm not claiming to be an expert, but I didn't just like fall out the sky. The reason I have an issue with young people being kidnapped and murdered from a rave or anywhere for that matter is they're not a legitimate military target. Simple as that. Like there's no other like sort of, as far as I know, unconscious biases that or anything like that. If there was, I'm not really sure I would have been doing like something that basically broke my body um, for people that I don't see as having the same like right to human life, I, the Palestinians. Definitely wouldn't be doing medical aid for them. That wouldn't be happening, would it? Now, I get I get it and I understand this is mad emotive for us all. Some more, more than most as well for family reasons um, or even religious reasons or whatever. And that's to be respected. But I tell you what, like, I'm definitely not letting people like try and make me out to, to be something I'm not just because I think it's absolutely shocking and disgusting and abhorrent that you would um, storm a rave and start just murdering people and then kidnapping people and dragging them off. I get there's like all manner of horrendous stuff being done by Israel. And trust me, we'll be covering it in this. But nah, we're not the same. We're not the same if you can even be laissez-faire about the fact that that place got, um, but that the rave got done. We're not the same. I'm in this on the side of humans. That includes Israelis, innocent people. You can give it this whole like IDF, like they have to go and do military service. But there's the thing, they're conscripted, they have to. There's plenty Israelis who refuse and take the jail as a result of it. Like to... Like, say all Israeli people are a monolith and all think the same. It's factually inaccurate, but you're straining into the realms of anti-Semitism there. Certainly prejudice. Because I don't see, like, any, um, very many other, like, actually, that's absolute bullshit. <laughs> this is the problem with discourse these days. I wanted to be all like, oh, I don't see any others, but it's not binary. Literally, everybody's trying to slander everybody else. That's the quality of discourse now. So I'm absolutely full of it there. That's not true. Catch yourself while it's happening. Uh, the truth's important. Everybody's trying to do propagandize everybody else. And then one of the things I did want to point out about this rave flyer, right? Um, it's like an international trans festival. Like trans is massive in uh, Israel. Psy trans specifically. 
Um, but this is just a wider trans festival. There's a couple of British artists on. Um, one's Union Jack. Um, you might remember Rise and High Records, Casper Pound's label. Um, biggest tune, Two mo Full Moons and a Trout. It's been remixed to death over the years. Like You probably know it. Also, Man With No Name, who used to be on Oakenfold's label, Perfecto Fluoro. Um, Sugar Rush, Belter Track, actually. Um, none of these people should be playing in Israel, in my opinion. Amnesty International called Israel an apartheid state. So I feel this exactly the same way about these artists playing there as I would um, artists playing in South Africa during apartheid. If you've got international NGOs like Human Rights Watch and Amnesty International calling a state, i.e. Israel, an apartheid state, I don't care what your Rachel Reeves and your James Cleverleys and all these other people have to say. I'll believe Amnesty International. That's how I'm going to believe. So we'll have to get the context right. And one of the things I want to point out is um, we've got some guests who are better placed than me to talk about the history. I'm going to touch on the history of, of um, the recent history of the conflict, but we'll get a deeper dive from guests that are coming up. So just bear that in mind. Um, we're not trying to assume knowledge, but we're going to plug that gap. We just couldn't get it the, the dates the right way around, so I'm doing this show today. Talking about propaganda, this is from BBC News at BBC World. More than 500 people have crossed in, in red, died in Gaza after Israel launched massive retaliatory airstrikes, according to Gaza's health ministry. Check the change in language. More than 700 people have been killed in Israel since Hamas launched its attacks on Saturday. So clearly, choice of language is important, especially when things are getting propagandized heavily, as we've already covered that they are. And this isn't the first time, and we'll be talk like talking about that um, much more with guests in the future um, this week, actually, because however, it's not that subtle. But I think that possibly if you're not paying attention, it is subtle. Um, another thing, this is from Yasmin Mohammed. Too many people on this stupid app, that I mean in Twitter, can't tell the difference between innocent Palestinian people and terrorists like Hamas. Stop conflating the two. You're not helping. I have family in Gaza, says Yasmin. They hate Hamas. They are not torturing women and parading their dead bodies around. The people doing that are not innocent Palestinians. They are evil and monstrous terrorists. This should, this should not be difficult. Now, that's that person's opinion. Um, one that I, I personally largely share. Um, the top bottom of it is this, right? I understand, um, you know, we could, for me, like state terrorism is still terrorism. It's just better resourced. And I'll get that clear from the absolute super jump. But at the same time, absolutely no reality that I would ever exist in would make me think, oh, well, you know, just kidnapping them people from the rave and then shooting them and murdering them and all of that. That's perfectly fine. It's not fine, man. Or it, we can justify that. There's no justification for that. Just like there's no justification for what came after that I was watching live, war crimes live on Al Jazeera yesterday, Israel bombing the Gaza Strip. And like some of the language coming out of Israel at the minute, we're going to cover in a bit, is absolutely and utterly fucking abhorrent, shocking. So anyway, this is it. Got a couple of things from Philip Proudfoot, who's been smashing it out of the park. He was one of the founders of the Northern Independence Party. I believe he's a prof professor, a lecturer of Middle East studies. 
Um, so what he's at Philip Proudfoot on Twitter, by the way. So he's saying the ongoing suggestion that every single person protesting in Britain for Palestine are doing so because their Hamas supporters is beyond dangerous. And what's worse, those making those claims know exactly what they're doing. One of them being the editor of the Jewish Chronicle. Unsurprisingly, because if you want to look at like um, adjudications against them by Ipso, uh, the regulator, the one of the most sanctioned titles out there. But propaganda is one <laughs> look we've all seen how how the jewish chronicle went on let's not piss about uh, during the like corbyn era absolute fucking jokes that lot um loki at loki online says israeli politician tally gottlieb from netanyahu's party just could that's Likud, just called for the use of a nuclear bomb on gaza this is a sickness um translate the tweet for you here Jericho missile, Jericho missile, strategic alert before considering the introduction of forces, doomsday weapon. This is my opinion. May God preserve all our strength. She's not the sharpest tool in the box, like, because she lives right next to Gaza. Do you know what happens? Your smart fence isn't going to stop nuclear fallout, you utter mug. And also, what the fuck is that? Anybody calling for nuclear weapons right now needs to get in the fucking ultra bin, by the way unsurprisingly anyway let's uh crack straight in with this video as well what we've got on the screen is let me just fly through for you what we've got on the screen is the palestinian ambassador um to a bbc news pre presenter and what he's saying here is you bring me here whenever israelis are killed did you bring me here when many palestinians were killed over 200 in the last few months Nazi and the mainstream media for for 75 years you, you bring us here whenever there are Israelis who are killed. Did you bring me here when many Palestinians in the West Bank, more than 200 uh, over the last few months? Do you invite me when there is such Israeli provocations in Jerusalem and elsewhere? Because Israel, what Israelis have seen, which we started by saying tragic, the last 48 hours, the Palestinians see every day for the last 70, uh, 50, 50 years. You know the situation, Gaza, you've just described it. This is the biggest open-air prison. Absolutely spot on what he's saying. And it ties obviously back into that slide, which I've showed you where, where it's been um, circled in red, the different uses of language. Do, would the BBC invite him, invite him there before now? Clearly not, because he's obviously referencing the fact that they haven't. And then, you know, the, the line of questioning between um, this guy and Israeli officials, it's just like night and day quite often with the BBC. Let's have it like super right, shall we? Uh, another example of it is here, and this is on Newsnight, um, Kirsty Walk. Get this, man. This is madness. Now, of course, there's more than 800. There with us. I think I need to put it in the screen. I do. Get in there. Get in there, ye. Uh, right, lots of videos today. Here we go. Bring this one back to the start. Apologies for the delay. Now, of course, there's more than 800 dead in Gaza, including members of your own extended family. What do you know what happened to them? They were just sitting at their home and they were simply bombarded. Their entire building was brought down. Uh, my cousin, uh, Aya, her two children, her husband, her uh, mother-in-law and two other uh, relatives uh, died immediately, were killed instantly. And two of her youngest children, uh, a twin, two years old, 
are now in intensive uh, care. This is uh, truly uh, heartbreaking. And the issue here, uh, Kirsty, is that they have no bunkers, they have no iron dome, they have nowhere to go. They are simply sitting ducks for the Israeli war machine. I'm sorry for your own personal loss. I mean, can I just be clear, though, you cannot condone the killing of civilians in Israel, can you, nor the kidnapped no, we don't families? Condone. No, we don't condone. And we are very clear, uh, 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 Kirsty. We reject uh, any targeting or harming. So the reason I play that is, point is, right, He's just talking about losing six members of his extended family in this like war crime that Israel's um, befallen on Gaza, quite literally with the utter bombing campaign that's been happening. If you want to say it, like Al Jazeera is where you want to say it. And what was the question? Oh, but do you condemn Hamas? I mean, is that not sociopathic? Because at the same time, right? If um, like go and look at the way Israeli officials are, are questioned most of the time. I don't even need to tell you. It's in the public domain. You can see it for yourself. It's completely not the same. Right, let's see what, what's happening in the comments. Linda's saying, hello, nice to see you, mate. Excellent interview. Uh, Di, the yeah, you know, says the Palestinian ambassador went to town on the BBC News presenter. Absolutely. Glasgow saying, hello. Watch Loki's vid on Double Down News the other day. Good watch. Always good. David Gaddis of the Heat Army podcast. I hope you win at the National Football Content Awards at Anfield. Um, big up yourselves. David Gaddis is saying the propaganda machine is trying to get people on side with a moral high ground where sadly there's not much for either side. Very the best we can hope for in this situation calms down soon and the cannon fodder and bystands can live. Simple as that. We all deserve to live. Wise words, mate. Definitely. Um, I'm on the side of humans and it sounds like you are too. This type of stuff, right, is. Um, complicated but i think if we're through dialogue we can try to make it simpler the problem is um propaganda as you quite rightly point out and um one of the skills of the modern era is trying to work out when we're being propagandized on so nice one david livingston hello mate well done by pointing out the bbc indeed and he's also saying monolithic thinking is the issue i agree definitely we need to get past like we say it all the time about anything like team it, team sports supporting things like it's a football team and then just that leads to like blind um like just blind support and that's going to lead with down to a really bad place get we killed man like i think this this is a thing that people think living on an island it's insulated from all of that these tentacles go back years We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Balfour Declaration and all of that when we have our guests on. Um, if you aren't aware of the longer history of this, definitely want to tune in for that. Jez Hunt's in the house. The revolution will not be televised, but the wars always are. Tell us about it, mate. Tell me about it. Right. Shaz Botsin, nice to see you, pal. It's breaking my heart. Tell us about it, man. It really is. Horrible, Jez. Situation is heartbreaking as well. It really is. It's just like kick the stuffing out of us, you know. I'm sure you are. I'm hearing that you are feeling exactly the same way. Absolutely ultra sucks. Right, what have we got here? Another one from Philip Proudfoot. At Philip Proudfoot, the EU's cancelled aid funding for Palestine. One of the EU's recent flagship projects was 30 million euros to supply clean drinking water in Gaza. 
Palestinian children dying in agony from cholera are not Hamas. But this, that this point needs to be made is shocking beyond words. Full agreement. Then you've got ghouls like this, Jeremy Breyer, KC, at Jeremy Breyer, saying breaking EU immediately suspending all aid worth euros 691 million to Palestinians and reviewing an entire aid portfolio. Get this. This is what happens when you abduct, the ch abduct children and the elderly and massacre teenagers. This is exactly what I'm talking about. These bad faith far right or right wing people. Sometimes as well, it's not even that. It's these like agrocentrists or the ones that claim to be in the middle, still to the right, aren't you? And they're they're all just like leeching around this, like saying that type of shit. Let's call it what it is, right? Let's get that back up on the fucking screen. This is what happens when you abduct children and the Eldian massacre teenagers. Who exactly are you talking about? Like, I don't want to get all chicken and the egg about this, right? But none of this happened in a fucking vacuum, did it? And for somebody who's like King's counsel, clearly an intelligent man, I'm led to, I would strongly suspect that he knows he's propagandizing. If not, you're lost, pal. Which children, like massacred teenagers that we're talking about here, clearly you're referencing the ones at the rave. That didn't happen and nothing happened before, you mug. Jesus Christ. So anyway, good news. There's some decent countries in the world. This is at Robert Brandt on Twitter. The EU's plan to suspend all financial aid to the Palestinian Authority has been blocked by four EU states. That's Ireland, Spain, Denmark, and Luxembourg. Thanks to these countries, Palestinian children will have something to eat. Palestinians should look at this map and never forget it. Um, on the screen for audio people, there's a map of Europe with those quality countries marked off as being sound. And this is what happens when we elect decent people. We can still have these things happen. And also, um, when people have, a well, when a population is, is quite switched on. So that's brilliant. And the likes of this KC, Jeremy Breyer, like, this is what we just need to say to people. Stop talking about it in the abstract. Like, if you pull that funding, then there's going to be no clean drinking water for children in Gaza who, like, the average age in Gaza right, is 18 years old. Compare that to most other countries in the world. Now, I'll leave you to like have a really good think about why that is, Jeremy, because I know you listen. Right, well, what else? Um, just a bit more background here, and this is like recent history, and it's important. No analysis of the situation now is complete until we look at the recent history. And of course, other shows we're doing this week where we'll touch on the um, longer history of Palestine. So anyway, at Zachary Foster, he's a scholar of Palestine from Princeton University. In 2010, there was a non-violent attempt to break the siege on Gaza. The Turkish Human Rights Organization sent a ship carrying aid to break the Israeli-Egyptian blockade on Gaza. In response, Israel murdered 11 Turkish citizens on board the ship carrying humanitarian aid. And Zachary goes on. In March 2018, tens of thousands of Gazans marched to the fence unarmed, demanding the right of return. Israel killed 223 Palestinians and Israeli snipers left 6,106 Palestinians with life-changing wounds. Not a single Israeli experienced any major physical harm. One thing I'd like to point out about that, they were aiming for the ankles. Um, last one from Zachary. Many other attempts have been made to break the siege on Gaza through non-violence. 
Israel nearly always responds with deadly and disproportionate violence. If you're shocked at the horror and gruesome violence that Hamas has inflicted on Israel, you've been asleep for 16 years. And that's the thing. Most people are asleep. I mean, look at like other things that actually are happening like in people's lives. Remember that avoid it like the plague thing. <laughs> well, that's not happening, is it? We need to change language. But um, listen, people getting shocked and stunned about all of this that's happening this weekend. Please educate yourself on what the hell has been going on. Just tune in later in the week. We'll we'll hide something on for you there. Um, this clip I wanted to show is from the Empire Files, which is um, Abby Martin. She's a, a really good journalist, actually. Um, some of you may have heard of her. And um, what this clip is is Israeli soldiers bragging about sniping children. So here we go. Um, if you're on the audio you'll probably need to come and read the subtitle. Children are an internationally protected group under Article 77 of the Fourth Geneva Convention, which states that they're the object of special respect and shall be protected against any form of assault. Right, that's enough of that. Absolutely disgusting. I mean, anybody would agree that, wouldn't it? Again, these things do not happen in a vacuum. Not one bit of it. And don't let anybody tell you any different. So, this here is Benjamin Netanyahu on his official Twitter account. And translating the poach... Well, it doesn't... It won't let us do it for some reason. But anyway, look at this. He's posting this. And what he's posting for audio people is buildings being bombed and collapsed in the Gaza Strip. And he's giving it the whole, we're going to win. It's just like a whole B-roll of buildings being bombed. Buildings which have people in. And um, we're talking about yesterday that um, the Palestinians, they went to... um, so I think 67,000 Palestinians fled to schools which were designated by the United Nations and uh, Israel bombed one of them. They also bombed an eye hospital. Maybe we're seeing some of the footage right here in front of her. Who knows? Absolute monsters, man. Like Hamas, monsters. Whoever is ordering this, also monsters. Um, the One of the, the um, high-ranking generals in the Israeli army was quoted as saying that um if you act like animals we're going to treat you like animals and to, like and calling palestinians human animals utterly disgusting and once again like this whole like treating people as a monolith thing we hear a lot about like sort of anti-semitism and not treating all jews as a monolith or or israeli citizens because you can have secular israeli citizens too because they're not a fucking monolith 
and neither are the Palestinians, and certainly not Palestinian children who are getting murdered yesterday. That's not all right, is it? Murdering children's bad. Why are we saying this in 2023? Mental. But here we are. This is this is the life now. This is what people think. Um, this is from Nathan J. Robinson. He says, the editorial board of Haaretz, Israel's lead newspaper, says Netanyahu himself is squarely responsible for the disaster, having ignored the potential consequences of escalating aggression towards Palestinians. The disaster that befell Israel on the holiday of Simchat Torah is the clear responsibility of one person, Benjamin Netanyahu. The prime minister was prided himself on his vast political experience in a place where wisdom and security matters completely failed to identify the dangers he was consciously leading Israel into when establishing a government of annexation and dispossession. When appointing Bezalel Smotrich and Itamar Ben-Gavir to key positions while embracing a foreign policy that openly ignored the existence and rights of Palestinians, uh, the people that are referenced in Haaretz there are far right and who were appointed by Netanyahu um, to gain power again and form a coalition. That has obviously led to um, this and the oldest newspaper in Israel are saying exactly that. Pretty grim, isn't it? Not the best. Something I want to point out here, Rachel Reeves, remember her? <laughs> Rachel Reeves continuing on the can't say anything bad possibly about Israel thing at all. Wonder why? Arguing against international law by stating that Gaza is not occupied, occupied, occupied by Israel. No, there are some here. There are certainly people outside this conference at the conference down the road, so-called World Transform Conference of the Left, who will say, look, we all know the real problem here. The real cause, they say, is the occupation of what they call Palestine. Well, Gaza is not occupied by Israel. The real cause of what is happening now is a terrorist attack. And if Britain or any... know there are... So there we go. International law clearly states, clearly states that Gaza is occupied by Israel, right? So we've got somebody who's the shadow chancellor lying. She, like, if she's not lying there, right? She's not across her brief as a politician. So what the hell's going on here? Well, I think we all know, don't we? It's like they're in a position now where they can't say shit. I don't give a fuck what people have got to say now. This is absolutely abhorrent and beyond a joke, this. Like, where's the opposition? Where? Maybe here, right? And let's continue our loving with the Green Party. Zach Polanski, at Zach Polanski on Twitter, the deputy leader of the Greens, said this in response to Rachel Reeves. This is deeply misleading and irresponsible by the Labour Party. One conflict often has many complex factors, one very basic fact, though, is Israel has illegally occupied Gaza. Denying that this is an attempt in aligning our country with a far-right government and its crimes. Thank you, Zach. Finally, some true adults in the room. That would be the Green Party. Um, listen, Green Party aren't perfect. I'm not really down with the whole NATO thing that they've changed. But there's this, to my mind, is a mainstream politician speaking the truth. And that's like hen's teeth these days. So um, one thing I heard yesterday, um, the Greens have passed something, a conference where they're going to stand um, 
somebody in every constituency and they're going to reject these tactical voting things and actually go for it that's worth you worth supporting you know what else is us go to the p to the a to the t run.com forward slash cow daily that's patreon.com forward slash cow daily uh also if you want to make a one-off contribution to our work there's a link in the description of this podcast for the paypal thank you my friends um let us have a look and see what your comments are um right jez is saying over 90 percent of the water in gaza is polluted and toxic that's just mad isn't it John Owen, nice to see you, pal. Hope you're doing well. Careful tentacles anti-Semitic these days. I can just fuck off. I'm clearly just the the I'm clearly of good standing, but they can just bite my shite if they want to start chucking that our way. Fucking fuck off, man. Oh, Glasgow saying the EU since backtracked on that after thankfully caving to the backlash. Oh, are you referring to um the the backtrack that we pointed out or the backtracked on the backtrack because obviously i'm live now so that would be helpful that would be really cool david saying does our search for a perfect leader stand at the beginning of such problems once we choose a side we seem unable to say that false and defend even when it's obviously wrong both right and left suffer from this spot on definitely we have to for me right and i've gotten loads of bother and and bumped up against this obviously you've seen like when uh last year or started like going against the Labour Party and the amount of like absolute Labour dafties who just made it their mission to give a shit. Crazy. Um, but also obviously fascists giving a shit, that's part of the course. But it's been deeply hurtful that the left would do that. Mm. So now nah, spot on that, David. Slides is saying Palestinian diplomatic mission in Ireland, thanks. Ireland, Spain looks a big time off blocking the proposed cessation of EU to Palestine. Brilliant. Thanks for the clarification, sir. Roger's in the house. Roger's coming on with his dad, who's a professor as well. We just sorted out this morning. That's one of the people I've been referring to. So it's nice to see you, brother. Um, you can't talk about blame when looking at actions. The only way to look at blame is through power structures. Israel has all the power. Power, Palestine does not. Therefore, the only side that has the power to stop deaths is Israel. Blame can only be landed at the feet of those who have the power to make change. It's simple. I mean, Let's say let's save that. Let's go back and forth on that. Like when we see each other's faces and you can reply and all of that. Because I slightly deviate from that. I think that takes away responsibility of the individual, and I think that's um, a dangerous thing to do. We all we, we all can make change, you know. I mean, for example, the Hamas action on um, that rave that affected change. Whether it's good or bad remains to be seen, but it affected change. Right. Let's scroll back through. Glasgow's saying SNP and the Greens are our opposition now mainly. I agree, my friend. That's, how, that's what I feel. And um, come general election time, that I'll be um, suggesting people vote for any one of those. Um, and hopefully we can get to a point where there's a hung parliament and we can get SNP and Green people in there. There's a real chance of getting at least four Greens elected. Um, they're focusing on four constituencies but there is absolutely nothing stopping people um getting behind greens in different areas and where you where you are like get stuck in because at the same time you know the ballot box is just one tactic let's have it right it's not perfect by any means but 
it's what a lot of people can understand about how to affect change in politics. So I think it's important on that basis to get amongst that. Anyway, whistle stop tour of the issues at the minute. Um, as I said, I've left a bit out when we talked to Raj on his dad and Andrew Feinstein as well. We'll get some gold from them, I'm sure. People better placed than I am to talk about this. Um, and I know though. Bash Lesson 101, Dehumanize, says David. Absolutely spot on. That's what they do. Um, and we should be careful. If we're going to slag off um, people who call Palestinians human animals and then do that on every Israeli, I'm not in. I'm out. Not doing that. That's absolute fucking nonsense, man. Like... You cannot say all people are a monolith, and there's plenty of Israelis campaigning for peace as well. So let's um, align with them, and then possibly the world might know peace. But this whole football match thing, and I understand we're getting really emotive about it, it's got to go in every level of society um, because we're never going to find the truth, and we're certainly not going to find any form of peace if we just start saying all the Israelis or all the Palestinians. Let's respect each other as individuals with different thoughts and feelings. Anyway, all the best is. Um, see you later on the week. Um, always a pleasure. Never a chore. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.